best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready, to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Shannon Newth. Holy cow. And we are no damn experts. And for all you listeners out there, this is the second episode that we are doing as a couple. Yeah, I'm no damn expert. Am I supposed to be saying that with you? Uh, No. Okay. I say it alone. I mean, we could say it. We could say it together if we sync up that well. Okay. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. But today in the podcast studio, you've heard Shannon and I talk to each other. I think we're doing pretty good. Today we have in the studio a mastermind, a physically fit human that Mm -hmm. wants to stretch the limits of all human capability. Yeah. Keep going. He's he's listening to the description like, yeah, that's me. Um, someone who devotes their life to an endeavor that makes zero dollars. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Very true. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. This is very accurate. Yeah. yeah. I know way more about him than he thinks I do. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to the podcast, Luke Urich. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And this is only the second time that you two have done this together. Yes. Yeah. Second time for the two of right. us. Right. Well, the chemistry is fantastic. Oh. You guys are doing a good job. Well, thank you. Thank I you. I feel like I add something to it as well. Yeah. Well, clearly, I mean, you're jumping in already. The you way like we did, a, we did a survey of our members and we said, what kind of things do you want tourism to be doing? And we got some feedback back when Madi was our co-host that the voices right. sounded too similar and I was like well that's kind of what we're stuck with that's who's on the staff but you know you could be the third edition to We're No go. Damn Experts. I, I'm, I'm no damn expert. <laughs> yeah. so you fit right yeah. in around here. We've only yeah. met one in our lifetime yeah. so. All right so Luke you're here with the brains and the brawn if you will. Thank you. Yes. We're flattering him. That's yeah, a, totally. We're buttering him up <laughs> here. Go ahead and continue. Because when it right. gets worse and he doesn't want to talk to us, we're just going to remember when we were nice remember? to you. Yeah. <laughs> Buttered you up. Yeah. All right. So you are here today to talk about something. First off, I love the name, the Knuckle Buster Obstacle Challenge. You like that? I do. Yeah. Did you come up with it yourself? Myself and Devin Dosky, one of my good buddies. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, and it literally has no reason, no rhyme. It just kind of all flowed well together, and it just worked. First well, time. and it's pretty accurate. Yeah, it kind of yeah it hits a mark, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I assume there's a lot of scraped body parts and mm-hmm. things like that happening. Now, before we get too far into the Knuckle Buster Obstacle Course Challenge, tell us about the Montana Vet Program because that's kind of who runs this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is our main fundraising event right so this is how we make money for our mission and what we do but so what we've been focusing on for the last five years is we take groups of veterans into the backcountry areas of montana Mm. in order to promote healing through camaraderie physical activity tough-minded healing and just overall kind of getting after it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. our motto is to suffer well and that idea is to Mm. uh you know graciously accept the day's pain you know and with dignity take it on hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. um with that being said we take groups um we go into the absorkies we do some floats whatnot we take our pig egg with us and that's a really important part of the montana vet program too is that's a uh well the name usually throws people off but what a right. pig egg is it comes from the marine corps scout sniper community and so a lot of us in the program come from that community so when we were going through indox or sniper school, whatever it may be, we would have uh, instructors tell us to grab a pig egg, right? And a pig egg could be either a rock or a 35-pound sandbag, whatever mm. it may be. And so you'd have your full kit, your battle load, whatever you're doing, whatever you're training with. And then on top of that, you'd have to carry a pig egg with you wherever you went, wow. whether it was in your ruck or you carried it. And, you know, it made it for... It made life suck, right? <laughs> Pretty much. That's, so that's, that's all the whole objective. That's the whole objective the behind goal. the pig egg is yeah. it's meant to make life suck for you. <laughs> so it, you transferred that suffering. motto to other things. Yeah. <laughs> so then we took that kind of that notion. Uh, Scott Moss, one of our team leaders, is his idea. Uh, so we took that idea and we took the 
dog tags from every man and woman who died in Iraq or Afghanistan. Hmm. Um, and it totals out at 7,054 currently. Um, wow. And so it totals out at weight at 75 pounds. So we take that with us on all of our trips and as hmm. a walking memorial, which allows everybody who goes on our trips to buy in. Okay. Um, for most individuals who served in theater, um, they know somebody in that bag. Okay. Right? And so that allows that direct contact, right, that connection to the trip and what we're doing. So as we, let's say, we're moving through the Bob Marshall Wilderness, one person has to take the pig egg at a time and carry it 75 okay. pounds, right? That was my big question. Yeah. yeah. Like a group of people can't carry one thing at 75 pounds. <laughs> right. It yeah. would be awkward. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah. It'd keep you close. It would keep, it would you, keep you bonded. Yeah. yeah. It is relatively small, so you'd be close for sure. But no, so everybody takes turns carrying it and everybody else has equipment, their pack and the tents and sleeping bags and food and all that other stuff that we bring with us into the back country. But we take turns rotating through who has to carry the pig egg. And, you know, after you know, an hour, half hour of doing that, it kind of wears you out. And that's kind of a good thing, right? Because again, that suffering piece is really what we push in our program, yeah. which seems kind of counterintuitive. Most people don't really think of suffering as a way of healing, but it's actually mm-hmm. quite ironic that suffering is right on the very edge of evolution. If you don't have suffering, you can't mm-hmm. actually evolve. evolve. There's no progress. I could go, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what kicks off evolution. Sure. So then I guess I could take it in a way and say that in order for us to evolve emotionally, psychologically, we've got to have that suffering piece. And so that's mm-hmm. really what we push. And right. when we're on our trips and these guys are suffering, guys and gals are suffering, um, it opens them up. It mm-hmm. allows them to talk a little bit. Not only does the suffering do that? Obviously, the camaraderie of getting to be around um, like-minded individuals who have shared an experience similar to yours. Um, also, just being in nature, right, mm-hmm. does a lot. Yeah. Just in, in in the way that if I fall out of a boat, I, you know, and I'm in water and I hit the water, I can't help but get wet. When I'm in nature, I can't help but just be affected by the natural algorithms hmm. that occur in yep. nature and it talks to kind of the primal side of me and yeah. kind of loosens us up and there's quite a bit of empirical evidence that can point towards the importance of being in the outdoors so hmm. when you couple all of that together um, you get some progress for individuals who might be suffering from maybe just a an inaccurate perspective on life Mm. right and so i would at the simplest form what we're trying to do is just if there's individuals who are suffering internally we're going to put a little more suffering on them externally with the intent and hope that we can also change that perspective just a bit to maybe approach a problem differently right like if i'm taking machine gun fire from you know 12 o'clock there's no point me just standing here and just eating it up right i want to move and try to hit them from another spot Mm -hmm. that's kind of a really important part too um the language piece for veterans Mm. is really really in men in men in general right (laughs) because men definitely don't want to talk about emotion can't get too flowery with that language right yeah Yeah, Yeah, it is right like that's really a thing if i start if i start talking too much woo woo yeah or hippie whatever (laughs) i like that yeah whatever whatever you call it let's talk about your feelings Mm -hmm. guys you want to just bring it in let's Let's hold hands no, Let's doing? talk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Weird. Nobody no, wanted to come. No one wants to work. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go in the woods yeah, and hold hands. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So we have to really like con them in. Yeah. We, we lie to them. Get them up on the mountain. Good old bait and switch. Yeah. Like bait and switch. Make yeah, them work really supper. hard. Then yeah. We talk about our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. The well, once they're worn down, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it opens the door a it little does, more, right? Yeah. And it it and that's literally honestly what happens. It sounds like an awesome experience. It is. I mean, is, I can't yeah. tell if Rebecca's being sarcastic. No, honestly, or not. I can tell that she's completely honest. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, now, chicks do it. Non-veteran chicks do it in a completely different way. Usually over white claws in the mountains, and then you know about the fifth one, they start crying and they're like, oh, "I love you so much." But Guys the nature, the same thing, but it's yeah. Risky, yeah, but it doesn't look the same. <laughs> You know, <laughs> probably which not. Ones, well, I feel like when it's women, it's better. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah. just a lot more, um, like the guys in camp. This happened last weekend. So the guys in camp just walk a lot faster past us, and then they don't they don't want to talk because they realized what's happening. But then the guys <laughs> go do the exact same thing yeah. Yeah. on their dirt bikes, and they're like, "Man, it's just so nice to be in the mountains." Yeah. 
why was your wife crying (laughs) 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 well probably because of me this is the situation did you you consider (laughs) consoling her (laughs) uh, maybe you shouldn't be such a meanie to her She I'm sure that's the language too, meaning. She was yeah. making up some shit about me not doing the dishes or something. So I, uh, I mean, I didn't you do know, the dishes. No. But women. Yeah, I, don't know, I wasn't really paying attention. But. So, um. how many people go through your pro- like? How many times are you taking people out into the wilderness? That's a fantastic question. So, we in we've definitely evolved, right? Like our tactics have evolved since we started. But currently, where we're at, we do four trips a year. We do one per season. That's about as much as we can handle. Kay. Everybody. In the program, obviously, we have jobs, and so um, <laughs> that's good. So that's about where we, what we can take is the four trips per year, and then we can max out at twelve people people per trip. Um, up to this point, um, we just had a float trip, and we had twelve people on that. That was with team leaders included. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're right around. We can do on a if we were to max out everybody, we'd do about fifty vets in a year. Okay. Which doesn't sound like that it's that much, but that's honestly kind of what we want. Well, it's and you would meant have to, to be keep the groups fairly small to get the experience yeah. that you want out yeah, of it, 100%, right? 100%, yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. A lot of repeats or not? We have people to repeat, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We've had people from Florida, Mexico City, Holy Washington, um, wow. the Midwest. Yeah. How do you absolutely. find these people? Well, that's the crux to it all. Since we started, was getting folks to be a part of our program we always knew that that would be the hardest because the individuals that we want to help are the people who are really suffering right sure. like that that vet who's down in a basement somewhere and never comes out and it's just kind of internally locked psychologically in their own mind and doesn't want to yeah really take a risk by ever coming out again um those are the folks that we want to we want to be a part of our program because we have things we want to share with them right um, but recruitment has been the issue so we've done rifle raffles in the past that allow us to sell raffle tickets and spread the word you know um we're working with the va right now with different team leaders and vet centers across the state so um using them as kind of a conduit to our program is what we found to be working the best so far and so we're just kind of continuing to like nurture that relationship and kind of lean on counselors to you know send folks our way perfect yeah so where does that, the VET program, and the Knuckle Buster Obstacle where, Challenge, yeah, where, where do they that? convene? Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Before you answer that, do they have to pay to do, do these trips? or Okay. So now, no, no perfect. No. Let's, uh, where do they intersect? Back to Shannon's question. Yeah. So in order to do these trips, right, we got to make some money for ourselves. <laughs> so in the past, we've done rifle raffles, which those, I mean, that's a slog. So we're done with those. <laughs> but we started doing the Obstacle Challenge. Mainly because I find that there's actually something fantastic about like a Spartan race, yeah. right? Like yeah. uh, an individual who sets out, sees the date on the calendar six months from now, I know I'm going to do the Spartan race or this knuckle buster and I'm going to start training, right? And so then I start training. I'm doing something positive. I'm working on my body. I'm getting into shape. Yeah. The day comes and now I'm super scared, <laughs> right? <laughs> With good there's, reason. Well, yeah, yeah, 100%. You should be afraid. You can't have courage if you don't have fear. <laughs> right. You have to, that's you a have good to point. Be, you have to be yeah. afraid and that's yeah. okay. Fear is a good thing. We just have to make sure that we don't let it the right over- outlet for it. Yeah, yeah. and we don't let it like override us, right? <laughs> it doesn't dominate us. But yeah. in order to ensure that fear doesn't dominate, we courageously move forward. And hmm. we then take on whatever scary challenge, this one, the knuckle buster obstacle <laughs> challenge. So then we take that on, right? And we, we push through it and we suffer and we sweat and we hurt, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. we get done with it. And then once we're done with it, we've accomplished Right. Yeah. And when you do really hard things, and I'm sure that we've all done them, it doesn't just have to be something physical. But when you've done something that's challenging and pushed you to your limits and you succeeded, you always have that in the back of your pocket. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I can always I can always look back and say, you know what? I did that. So whatever future event is really challenging or scary. I've got that and I've done that before. I'm ready to take this one on as well. And so I genuinely believe and this is a little like corny, but I genuinely believe that, you know, doing an event like this can change the trajectory of your life because mm. yeah. you take this on, you knock it out, you do it. You've, like I said, succeeded <laughs> and you just keep gaining from yeah. there. Hmm. You know, do you have people who participated in the knuckle buster challenge? 
that were Why not are you prepared. Do I sound like a motivational <laughs> Well, because right, right now I'm thinking. We were talking yesterday about how we're going to sponsor Shannon as the athlete to go through the Knuckle Buster <laughs> Obstacle Challenge. Oh, good. You know, okay. and it's coming up. I learned up that yeah. yesterday. Yeah. 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 And so I'm thinking, you're so right about accomplishing hard things and mm-hmm. how much that builds your ability to do more hard things. Yes. But has anyone showed up like the day before and they're like, I'm going to do like this, no register it, and then they get through it and they're like, well, this was the dumbest thing I've ever done. And halfway well, through the course, they're just laying in they a don't... puddle of mud crying, going, why did I, why did uh, I think this was such a good idea? Yeah. And there you are just yeah. cheering them on. You can do this. And I'd be there going, yeah. no, I can't. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. clearly don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should have trained for this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's called a code red. Yeah, okay. we have a call sign for it. <laughs> they then they call me up and then I run up, find the individual and I just motivate them, get them back up. And oh, start running you don't just again. pull them to the so, side of the yeah. course. It's not, yeah. like, not a medical. If, not, if my motivational <laughs> techniques don't work, then yeah. All right. Dude, just yeah. jump in the back of the ranger, yeah. bro. All right. You're good. It's mental first, then medical after that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, but as of so far, no. But the coolest story I have was from the first year that we did the Knuckle Buster. Because what I just explained was an individual event. We also have a team event. Okay. Right? Which nobody else has this. This is this is um, organic to us and is our thing. So we do a five-person team. It has to be co-ed, right? And this is where it kind of ties into MVP. There's a direct correlation. So you have to run through the entire course, but now you have to carry a 75-pound sandbag, ah. brute force sandbag with you the entire way. Not the actual pig egg. Not the actual pig egg, but a pig egg, right? I mean, a sandbag sounds... I've been doing yard work recently trying to drag... A yeah. not 75-pound so sandbag up the hill. I guess I have been, yeah. Working on your <laughs> Trying to work my garden yeah. there, yeah. It, sand is not light, yeah. even when it's only a small amount. Like, that's, well, a, that's a heavy thing. Well, another fantastic property, you know, of sand is that it takes on moisture. So yes. when you get it wet, then it comes. It's going to be know, even more heavy. Yeah, 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 90 pounds, you know. So, so then, the, yeah, and we definitely have mud pits and all that good stuff, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So, so then the teams, right, they, they have to carry this through the entire course, right? In the first year that we did it, um, we had some pretty fantastic teams. But it was actually the team that come came in last that was hmm. actually the most magical. Uh. And that first year that we did it, we had a gauntlet at the finish line. And so, if you can imagine, you know, everybody's gone through the event. They're coming back. We also have like beer gardens because there is the good finish line thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there, that's what you. There need. genuinely isn't a better beer That'll on the planet than after you get done with an right. obstacle course race. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. If you've done an obstacle course race and had that beer, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, uh, so here everybody's already finished. So everybody's kind of hyped up because they've kind of got those that adrenaline. Yeah, you know, that you don't have that, to. The mm-hmm. Yeah, pushing them made it right. And then you've got all the volunteers who have kind of collapsed in because these this team is literally at six hours. It's taken most <laughs> teams, you know, right around two and a half to three oh, hours oh, right, to do this. This a is like longer. my team. Yeah. yeah, these are my people. <laughs> <laughs> right. They so then up the day before. <laughs> so and we're tracking this team because like the pig egg itself, you know, it has a tracker inside. Of it oh. and we've got competitive time in there the uh the group or if they get lost you can yeah, find them on the lost, mountain somewhere yeah yeah, yeah. Th- yeah these are all things we have to calculate <laughs> into our you know into our, our our formula but so we know that they're out there we've got search and rescue with them and they're just slogging away and everybody's hmm. been done for a while and now everybody's you know at the finish line again they're amped and now they're some of them are getting a little drunk Wait, and whatnot four which hours is, of drinking well, yeah what it, i mean we've had a bunch of heats and whatnot so <laughs> It's not, not everybody four, at it's the not same four time. It's maybe been okay. like 45 minutes, right? Okay. So here they come around the corner and they just look like beaten death, right? Like here they come, <laughs> but they still have two eight foot walls that they have to climb oh up and over. Oh my gosh. Then they have a 45 degree rope climb wall that they have to go up and over and they have to get the pig egg. I was like, is it. this the one with the sandbag yeah. too? Oh my oh, yeah. gosh. So, but they come around the corner and there's a tire pit in there. There's a tire pit, which yeah. is, which is so diabolical. Like they have to walk through a bunch of tires, <laughs> carrying sheet. Like trip, yeah, and cuts you folds on your head and shit. Um, we'll, we'll ask about who plans these obstacles yeah, yeah, in a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, right? The sadist in uh-huh. me. Yeah. Um, so here they come. They got to go through all these obstacles, right? And but the coolest thing that happened from this was as soon as the crowd saw them come around, right? They just went wild, oh. just started roaring and cheering, and they didn't know these people. Yeah. Nobody knew anybody. You know what I mean? 
all that we knew was that that team was over there. They had to make it about a hundred hmm. yards through all these obstacles, and we were all just going to cheer our asses yeah. off so yeah. that they could. Well, do I'm it. I'm getting like goosebumps thinking about that moment, and I am too. Yeah. And that's kind of yeah, yeah. It was There's tangible. The energy magical was about like, that actually, time. Yeah, you could touch it. And so here they come in, like, you can almost see their posture change, like, mm. from here they are, like, a whip defeated. dog. Like, just, yeah. yeah, defeated, just grinding it out, and then, boom, they get hit with all this positive energy from everybody in the crowd, and you kind of, like, you kind of see their posture almost standing up a little yeah. bit, you know, they're kind of standing upright a little bit more, and then they take on the tire pit, and boom, they get through it. Then they take on that first wall, and everybody's cheering for them, boom, they make it up at over that one then they get to the second one you know and they're just like by now they're they don't even hardly need help they're just yeah. like energized just carrying boom, boom, them boom. through and before you know it they're through the entire thing right wow. boom they take on the last 45 degree rope climb up and over and it was a i believe it was a female lieutenant that was leading the team and she was a badass i wish i remember her name off the top of my head but <laughs> she was a badass she was local lieutenant here with uh, at malmstrom and uh, it was just kind of cool to also get to see her just kind of lead the charge. Yeah. You got everybody cheering them on, and then they finish. And they literally became the heroes of the day. It wasn't That's fantastic. nobody nobody remembers, you <laughs> who know, won? who won it. Who won? Nobody yeah. remembers any of that. Everybody just remembers that team that took six six hours <laughs> wow. and that we all cheered for. Yeah. And, uh, that, but that's the kind of camaraderie mm -hmm. that you get out of events like this. And this is one thing. That's one reason that I, I just really enjoy and think that this event can be something positive in people's lives. Like you've got something to train for. And, you know, fitness is important. We're oh, getting to that yeah. point now, like that we know that health is important. And that's not just physical. Yeah, the but mental, mind, body, physical spirit goes together. Well. Yeah. yeah. But that is... That's kind of the, the starting point is mm -hmm. physical, right? Is that's the starting point to self-improvement. And so being able to provide a carrot out there for mm. everybody to get to be a part of and use as something to motivate them to make themselves better. And then by doing it, you improve yourself even more. Like everybody wins, right? Like yeah. it's just yeah. positive. Hmm. The only negative is, you know, just that suffering. But <laughs> but again, you got to have suffering if you want to evolve. It's suffering well. That's yes. why you suffer well. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Every morning when I get on the treadmill, it's not fun. Mm -mm. <laughs> and I'm not doing nothing major. Just you should, physical You should yeah. write on a note card, suffering well, so, and, yeah. and tape it on yeah. the treadmill in the morning. I'll just listen to this podcast There episode. you go, over yeah. and over. Over or write yeah. pig egg on there and remember yeah. at least you're not carrying <laughs> yeah. a 75 pound bag of sand with you right Yet. or you could incorporate that well, next i kind year. of am already rebecca next year <laughs> here we go i'm not gonna train i'm just oh. gonna show up She's, okay. I love even, it. even yeah. though you just said yeah. you know not a good yeah. idea yeah. yeah okay so anyone can participate right it obviously it benefits the veterans program but this is for for anybody correct yeah like kids five-year-olds okay so then no let me back up roger <laughs> through curveball I'm sorry. Actually. Yeah. 16 plus right okay yeah, 16 okay. plus yeah. i guess my question was you don't have to be in the military to be involved with oh, this good question no, no, but no, also clarify yeah. not five-year-olds yeah but yeah. not five years okay yeah all right so walk us through this we've we've talked about the fact that there are obstacles yeah what kind of obstacles are we talking about how many do they change every year? So we have 15 to 20 obstacles, right? Okay. The idea is to rotate obstacles every year, 100%. Are Ooh. they going to completely change every year? Probably not. Yeah. But we'll, we will have new obstacles, yeah. And you're talking about we've got mud pits. We've got different wall climbs. Is so there fire involved? No fire. <sighs> okay. No. I feel like Should we I'm have out. Fire? Yeah, that's the last thing. Like a flaming wall. Yeah. That you, and then well, there's no, like a I was just thinking like, you gotta <laughs> get like dive through it. Like a donut. You know, yeah. you gotta like get through it, but yeah, it's on I'd fire, right? Yeah, you do that. <laughs> I right? would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean I that it. seems I like a reasonable so add thing that to, to your do. treadmill routine yeah. in the yeah. morning. Put yeah. fire yeah. around you. Yeah. Well, I'll practice on just like a hoop to start okay. with. I don't think anything motivates like fire. Right, right? this is true. Like, yeah, I was thinking like hot coals. You had to walk across hot coals. Oh, like a coal walk. Oof. Or on your hands, maybe that would be. Oh, this is well, that's true. Yeah, you don't want to melt the like, rubber on your feet, but something your more hands, no big deal though. Yeah, you don't need those. Yeah, and you definitely aren't gonna fall. No, no. You're definitely going to be motivated no. to stay on your hands. That should maybe be at the end if we're blistering our hands, so then climbing the walls. I don't know. No. I was actually Fire thinking it would be right before put. your rope climb. 
gosh. I was thinking right before a mud pit because then you can get the mud, oh, coke it on. That, and yeah, there's yeah, all right. kinds of strategies cool here. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so strategy. speaking of strategy, is there a strategy? Do you have like a <laughs> recommendation? Does Luke just show up at the mountain go, well, I think this today. <laughs> here we go. Wait, yeah. strategy for what, I guess, exactly? Like uh, taking it suffering on? Suffering well suffering? over those obstacles. <laughs> if I'm trying to. Breathing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, breathing's yeah. a really good one. Control your breathing. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. Uh, diet. Yeah, yeah, make sure that you've, uh, you know, you're loaded with uh, carbs and proteins and all that good stuff the, the morning of. Hydrate, okay. right? So we're, uh, it's coming up July 16th. Yep. So somebody could potentially start training now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 100%. What would you, okay, what can you, besides, you know, getting some cardio, weightlifting, what type of things should I be doing hill climbs, to train? Hill climbs. Hill sprints, climbs. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Climbing walls. Calisthenics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And if you've got like a bob wire fence out there or something, just use that as kind of high jump and just work on <laughs> that. Okay. Yeah. Do you have one of those, Rebecca? You live kind of out. Um, <laughs> barbed wire you can no, grab onto? No, not anymore. I don't have any more. I mean, I have access to barbed wire fences. Okay. All right. They're they're nearby. Okay. Maybe wrap that around your treadmill too. There we go. Okay. <laughs> just set the Let barbed wire. This is the suffer machine. This is <laughs> You're the sponsored athlete for this one. This is true. I'm gonna Well, you sound really excited. I'm gonna volunteer about it. at the beer gardens. Okay. Okay. You mm. can throw a beer on I'll me go next as year I'm finishing. After you do. Okay. Yeah. So that's a commitment? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I like this. Yeah, you get Luke, her. You're such like, an asshole. Here's, here's a piece of paper and a pen. You <laughs> yeah. can get her to sign yeah, right sign now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds like, like a great thing. So let's get back to the obstacle okay. course. The <laughs> obstacles. Where do you store them during the year? Because oh. like a. Ooh, so we got logistical questions. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we're working our way through all of this stuff this year because this is the first time that we've done it with Showdown. So this is all brand new whole new terrain yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely um so we have a connex box oh that we just put everything in okay carry it around Mm -hmm. okay so showdown it's outside of great falls obviously in the winter people go there to ski snowboard all of that (gasps) is avery gonna participate uh she should she could be on shout out right (laughs) yeah (laughs) i want their dogs to participate too the showdown dogs yeah probably not allowed Probably not allowed. Well, Throw the dog years. over the over the wood wall. Five year olds aren't allowed. I don't think he's gonna let dogs in. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's a little X rated. Yeah. All right. So X rated. Whoa. Um, <laughs> one time a year this thing happens. Yes. How you said uh, two hours? Is that a typical time frame of how long it should take humans to do this? I think that's reasonable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What time does it start? Zero seven thirty is the first heat. Huh. Okay. Right. And so then every 15 minutes after that, we're launching heats. And so then we've got a trail run. That's the first thing that we do. Okay. So that'll be just going through the course, but you're not doing any of the obstacles. It's just a trail run. Then you go into our competitive male and female heats. And that will be the obstacle course, but for individuals who are competing for first, second, third place. Okay. Um, What do you win besides, you know, pride? you're the fastest time <laughs> but do you get a prize do you get yeah. money do yeah. you get yeah so first place <laughs> a uh, hundred bucks you get a hundred dollars uh and then you get recognized with a medal okay right? and then third place 50 and wait what did i say third place i'm sorry second place would be 50 and then third place would be 25 dollar check and then again recognized with medals for those two heats okay. competitive female and male okay and then we go into the team heats right so then for the winning team, that's $1,000, whoever wins that. Nice. Right? And then also you recognize with medals as well as a team trophy that you get. And so you get to take home your 75-pound sand bag? You don't. Oh, no. okay. No. Is the trophy like uh, the Stanley Cup where it has to come back next year? Or oh. like is it a new one every year? It's a new one every year. Okay. Yeah. But it will be heavy. I mean, I'll win it and then I'll pass it along to you next okay. year. So we'll, we'll make just it keep like it that. Here in the office. Yeah. yeah. So when you your guys' team does win eventually, you guys can mount it out here eventually. somewhere. <laughs> with Did you pride. hear that? Yeah. He's like, eventually, yeah. 10 years from now. See, I believe in you. Yeah. I just, feel like I'm more of a cheerleader Ill, for you than you are for yourself. <laughs> this huh? is an ill is it? place. To yeah. Believe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've seen my morning. <laughs> well, I've never been much of a she's gambler. Made it, so. She's made it sound like she's got this intense routine in the morning. It's not intense. No. Okay. Peanut butter toast, a little <laughs> walk on the treadmill <laughs> while Eat I watch. and exercise at the same time. 
Yeah. So why not? Judge oh, Judy cool. show. Wow. Cool. Okay. Yeah. That's a way to start your morning. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you do you. Okay. So at Showdown, which is a ski hill, as we mentioned, so are you going, is there a lot of elevation change then that's happening between Ooh, these obstacles? A significant amount. Yeah, I would think so. Up and down. Okay. Is okay. that new this year? Because this is the first time you've been at Showdown. Um, has it been mostly flat ground before? <laughs> uh, no, there's there's been, uh, I was, well, let's say this. There was more flat ground before. Okay. okay. There's yeah. definitely less now. So definitely more of a challenge this year. Definitely yes. more of a challenge. Okay. Yes. And it's 15 to 20 obstacles. Is there, is it like a 5K over the course of a 5K, a Three 10K? Miles, yeah. Okay. Three miles, gotcha. Yeah. Three miles plus. Okay. Is that yeah. include, if you just do the trail run, is it same distance? Yep. Okay. Yep. yep gotcha. Yep. You yep. just run around the obstacles you just run ar- instead yeah, of you over. Don't do the okay. Obstacle, yeah. So you can still go up and participate and yeah. not be part of the opposite. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the look she gave me? <laughs> she's I a runner. That. Yeah. I, uh, she's a, like, she not just runs for fun. She got scholarships to go to college well, to run. I should clarify. I was a D3 athlete, which is the only one that doesn't get scholarships, oh, but it does so make me sound cool. She so. went to college to run. Yeah. That was yeah. her job. Yeah. I run away from things that are scary. That's my running. <laughs> That's it. One time a pig squealed behind me when I was on the farm. I sprinted home, which was a good <laughs> mile from the where the pig See, was. Yeah. You're a runner. Never touched the ground. I am sure I looked like the Roadrunner cartoon <laughs> the entire way to the house. Wow. Yeah. My well, mom see? still laughs about it. And you're in your defense like a shrieking pig can be <laughs> quite anybody terrifying. Run. Yeah. Yeah. They like will a little one. It was yeah. the big kind that oh, was like this Yeah, that guy big. was hungry. Oh. He was coming for you. That was right life or death then. Yeah, I was sitting yeah. there on the panel just minding my own business and there it comes ready to eat me and I'm yeah. gone. I've heard gone. you don't want to <laughs> fall into a pig pen. No. It's not, it's not a good ending for you. Mm-mm. So good you ran away i mean we've all seen snatch right (laughs) so if you got a pig up there i'll I'll finish that yeah that should be at the end you just throw a bunch of running pigs pigs after you that's how you start it oh in the mud pit you have to not just get through the mud but run away from the pigs right there you go we're coming up with all kinds of new obstacles for you will sponsor me with that there you go yeah bring in more of the community i like it the 4-h kids whose pigs don't make weight that's even better right that's better 4-h kids pigs that don't make weight will be in the there you go, muscle them you. up a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm like concerned it. that they might be a little too uh, housebroken. Oh, right? they're awesome. Those yeah, are... they're, they're, they're like nice pigs. You can <laughs> yeah. ride those and pet them, and they like I mean, sit on your lap. For liability yeah. purposes, it might be better if yeah, you go with yeah, nice pigs. I, yeah, yeah. That's a great convince. question. Well. Do they have to sign away their life when they sign up for this? There's got to be some do. type of yeah. liability waiver. Yeah. Like, dude, Multiple you know you're going to go through mud and... Yes. Get mm-hmm. shot from a distance with a pellet gun. Wall. Get yeah. shot. Wait, wow. hold on. Absolutely Maybe you want to zero <laughs> pellet guns being shot. I was like, you and might want to jump in here yeah, on this one. Nobody's okay. shooting pellets at okay. anyone. Okay. I just, I didn't know how, how but bad I like, it got. Yeah, I like where your mind's at. I appreciate that. <laughs> She's just she's just going so, there. Yeah, just going there. In the future, maybe we get to sponsor and then design our own course. Okay, I'm bringing up the gophers again because it makes sense. Our obstacle course is just avoiding gophers trying to come in. I don't it, know there's if you noticed. carnage I've out been there. WWE out here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is insane. And they're they like tear each other apart. Yeah, they eat. They eat. They eat each other. Yeah, they're like pigs. So we have our own. We have our own obstacle course. That's our thing is trying to walk across the grass without getting are you guys familiar with nature is metal on instagram no does this have to do with covers it does (laughs) it absolutely does they've got you know like so it's dedicated to basically the brutality of nature right okay yeah. yeah so like uh an eagle eating like a gopher, a gopher and like tearing them in two and i feel like you guys have the potential to catch a couple of gophers just oh. pulling each other's heads off oh, yeah. okay. and then you guys could post it on that is Major's part of metal. i mean that's part of my new job so maybe that's it, what i should be going for to capture for my first posts here film all day until yeah. that happens i mean i feel like that would bring people yeah. to the area right to watch i think gophers yeah i don't know other. Is that our kind of people? Is that what know. we're going for? I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll send them to Showdown. There to we go. The, to do the Nettle Buster. Yeah, people shoot them with Luke, pellet guns. Luke can take care of them then. Yeah. Fine. The, we'll get Nerf guns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Activate all That's the senses. Totally Looks true. like, let's and Maybe occasionally we could just drop a tree like <laughs> into the course as people are running. <laughs> I see and you why. you scream I, timber and they have no yeah, idea where yeah. it's coming. Yeah. 
I see why we need a liability signature yeah, yeah, yeah. to sign off your life yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. So if people can't participate in the obstacle course, what else can they do to support Montana Vet Program? Um, Raffle a gun? Well, <laughs> uh, so we use volunteers quite often. Uh, we use search and rescue. Obviously, is going to help us with this. We've got search and rescue down in Carbon County. They're going to help us with some of our trips when we do shuttles. We've got awesome. local volunteers that help us, again, do transportation for insert and extract from our trips. So, um, I mean, there's the... I, the generic thing I could say is donate to MVP, but I feel like we take pride in kind of making our own money for ourselves. Sure. But please donate to MVP. Like we could use it, <laughs> yeah. you know. But You'll take money? I'll take money, you know. <laughs> and I imagine another thing is if you know a veteran who could benefit from this, mm-hmm. connecting them with that information. Yes, thank okay. you. You're 100% right. The best thing that you could do is... She brings the professional I know, she, level. <laughs> Thank thanks, for, thanks for doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the best thing that you could do for us is if you do know somebody who you think would benefit from our program um, and is ready to take that step, you know, and not all vets. And this right. it's not just vets, though, either. You know sure. what I mean? Like, there are plenty of people out there, nurses out there and firefighters and police officers mm-hmm. that deal with rough shit and need mm-hmm. help, you know. Um, we just focus on veterans that you know occasionally sure they need help and so if they're ready to take that step and maybe want to learn something different point them in our direction and i think that we could help them awesome is there a cutoff date for when they can register for the obstacle course nope day of the event oh okay see yeah. i'll be there yeah and you said anyone 16 and older 16, plus, 16 yeah. and older and how much does it cost for someone to register yeah so so we've got a couple different price ranges, right? So okay. until the 18th, it's $85. And then from the 19th to the 2nd of July, it'll be $95. And then from the 3rd of July to the day of the event, it'll be $105. Okay. Per person, but what about the team? Multiply that times oh. five. Yeah. So it's gotcha. just a per person yep. thing. Gotcha. Eh, keeps it simple. Yeah. Yeah, right? All right. Anything else that we, I mean, we, co- we covered a lot of ground we did cover here. A lot of we ground. covered a lot of ground. Anything like else all, that people should know? Today, yes, right? we did. Yeah. Um, we learned more about each other we than learned, we probably needed I'll to. I bet you guys did not expect to we, learn this much about true. each other. That's <laughs> true. You know, the way you approach this is really phenomenal. And before we went on air, you said you were a student before you did other things. Yeah. What kind of things did you study? I got my bachelor's degree in psychology, and then I got my master's degree in management science. And, so, oh, mm-hmm. and I am like a psych nerd. Like, yeah. I love to. Well, that comes in handy with yeah. what you're doing. Oh, it does. Yeah. It does a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. It's helped for me. That's too. what I had suspected, but I wanted to confirm it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And you're, um, tell us just a little bit about your background. You're stationed at Malmstrom. Yeah. So, um, stationed yeah. So or I'm a, stationed or working there now? Well, no, yeah. So I, I just work there. I'm civil okay. service, right? But my, so my, so I'm married and I have three kids. Actually, my son, I have an 18 year old son, my wife, Jill, and I. Um, we've been married for 18 years. We've been together for 22 years. So that's a we, long time. Mm-hmm. It is, right? I know. Suffering well. Suffering, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't tell her. No, she gets it all the time. Yeah. Our anniversary is actually in our 18th anniversary is in two days. Nice. Three days. Who? Oh, Congratulations. Uh oh. Um, That's okay. This will air after it, oh, so yeah, we'll be good you don't worry about that. It's already been yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, it's already yeah. done. <laughs> but so I did eight and a half years um, in the Marine Corps. I did three deployments to Iraq. Uh, I was a part of Operation Phantom Fury for my very first deployment when mm-hmm. we burned down Fallujah, um, and then I became a scout sniper team leader. Did that uh, for two deployments. Then I went to the Mountain Warfare Training Center where I taught, um, along with most of the individuals who were part of this program, actually come from the Marine Corps Scout Sniper, uh, Mountain Scout Sniper um, um, cadre. And so I was a part of that for three years where we got to teach guys survival, man tracking, high angle fire, uh, repelling, basically hmm. all that G.I. Joe stuff that you would see in a Bond movie. We got to work with. That uh, all comes in handy to yeah. run this obstacle course. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, this is probably kind of filling in some of the gaps. <laughs> um, then I got out. Um, my wife and I and my three kids, um, we all moved home. And 
I was fortunate enough that I was able to go to use my GI Bill and knock out my schooling. I got done with that, and then my wife was able to go to school. She got her bachelor's degree as oh, well awesome. so in wow. legal studies. So shout out to her, 100%. Yeah. Um, got done with that. And while I was doing my master's degree, um, we just started, myself and a couple other vets, just started kind of putting these ideas together. And there was also kind of identified a... Uh, there was a need, there's a lack, yeah. right? Like the whole notion mm-hmm. of, I get a little bent out of shape a little bit when it comes to the notion of just sitting on a couch and having somebody listen to all my problems, right? Mm-hmm. And number one, if, you're, if you've never been in my situation, right. how the hell are you going to actually understand right. what my situation is? Right. And then how are you going to give me... There's a credibility. There's a credibility comes. piece. Mm-hmm. And I just thought when we were developing this that we could do quite a bit more yeah you know with taking veterans Mm -hmm. guys who know who've got their own experiences and can communicate effectively and are good at teaching instruction is a really important part of this too and in their language and Mm -hmm. in their language that's something that's very 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 important Hmm. to communicating with veterans as it is with moms communicating with each other you know what i mean like Um, but all of that and just seeing that something needed to be done other than just doing this couch therapy, right? Mm, And there is a time and a place for that as well, but getting people up, remembering that they've got to be healthy first, right? Like your diet is so important. Your gut being the second brain Mm -hmm. is so important to how your emotional and Mm -hmm. mindset will be moving forward and teaching folks that, uh, fitness, you know, that's important. Your ego, most human beings don't even understand that there's a, dimension of your psyche that is something that is a mechanism meant to keep you safe right Mm -hmm. but then if it gets too out of whack it does the exact opposite right so teaching individuals how to understand to look at their ego is huge too Hmm. self-love yeah self-love and talking to a bunch of guys like hey gents let's all love each (laughs) other Right, like that's a that's Have a challenging time for yourself lately. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm sure right. that's something that's not part of. Mm-mm. I would assume at least not part of training no. when you're going through basic you're 100% or anything. Right. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. So being able to give space, right, and mm. give a language to some of those, um, I guess if you want to call them theories or approaches or just concepts. Um, does a lot for individuals to just plant a seed mm-hmm. more than anything, right? Yeah. Like if I can just plant a seed in your mind that, Hey, maybe I should love myself. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what the hell was this crazy? you guy talking about when we were on the mountain <laughs> and I was carrying the pig. I kept yeah. talking about this self love yeah. shit, <laughs> you know, he needed more water. He needed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe we should talk. He was delirious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but with any luck, you know, maybe the individual leaves, what he's been doing with us and he can then go start looking for that information himself Mm -hmm. right the idea isn't that you're going to come on this trip and everything is better the idea is that you're going to come on this trip and you're going to learn something yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you're going to take that home with you and with any luck you can start your own journey to self-healing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah and another piece is with the modern camping equipment that we have that's a thing too right like so they come be a part of our program we have all of our own equipment so we outfit them with everything and then we do all the food we teach them because we take Mm. whole food with us on the mountain and teach them how to make you know like uh soul stew is what we call it mountain Mm. soul stew and we use elk steak which is cool oh wow yeah so we take them out there and we we show them that piece but from that then right you get to use our equipment Right. So you get to see what works, how light this equipment mm-hmm. is, how durable it is. You get to see how it yep. works, what you can cook for yourself on a meal, what a loadout looks like. Because most guys have this kind of preconceived concept that you've got to use all this like surplus military just <laughs> yeah, you don't. equipment. And it's yeah, so yeah. heavy and just bulky and shit. You know, so <laughs> when they get to use our stuff, right, they get exposed to all this kind of cool new stuff that we've got to offer just even like a spot gps so that you hmm. can communicate with your family back home right like so if you want to be by yourself great now you're linked 
and you can send out messages if you had to. Yeah. Because then your wife isn't sitting at home freaking out the entire time. Right. Because she cares about you right. and loves you, strangely. And that's why right. they do that. And that's, that's why, why they, they do, do that. Yeah. Because they care and want to help. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then if you can communicate, like everybody wins. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, hmm. So then they get to expose that. And then when they go out, when they get home, maybe they can start purchasing their own kit. Yeah. And start working hmm. in that direction. And we've actually had um, individuals who have come and been a part of our program and then go home and then start camping on their own and yeah. start taking their kids with them. Right. Yeah. And that's one thing that was uh, you know, people ask, you know, you know, doing this for the vets and stuff, which 100 percent. Yeah. But yes and no. It's more for the wife yeah. and the mm. kids. You know what I mean? Like, because when a guy comes home and he can't sort himself out. Well, and they don't have any tools to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just sitting there helpless. Wanting to help. Yeah. Right. And but, then and the not kids knowing need. How. But then the kids, they want but also require yep. you to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're going to be a good, productive American, good, productive human being, they need somebody in their lives that's going to be a leader that's going yeah. to nurture them like and if you're cut off mm-hmm. completely cut off because you're constantly dealing with yeah you can't the effects do that. of PTSD yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't do that role then you can't play that role yeah. and that doesn't contribute positively to us to your family it doesn't yeah. have to, you know and so i always just think of the, which i you know an imaginary family out there that needs help and if we can teach these individuals to you maybe open up a little bit and give them mm-hmm. some some ways to cope with some of the issues that they have, like breathing skills. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like something tangible. I don't know if you guys have ever done breathing exercises, yeah. but like just the notion of being able to suppress your sympathetic nervous system by breathing. Yep. You don't. Mm-hmm. You never hear that shit. You don't no. hear anybody ever talk about that as like all a you tool. hear about is yeah, yeah all you hear about is ptsd and it's terrible and oh my god don't bang anything or fireworks around a veteran right. they're gonna shit themselves and run away right. and shoot everyone like no instead we need to start focusing on what is going to help that like tangible tools tangible in a tools moment in a moment yes ma'am, yeah 100 yeah. because you can completely just reset yourself hmm. if you give your five if you give yourself five minutes go work on some breathing which sounds again like some hippie woo-woo shit but it's not. But it's yeah. so It's absolutely. Yeah. It's real. Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. It's absolutely It's using beneficial. your body how it's yeah. meant to be used. Yes, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Hmm. And then if you want to take it even further, like the notion of being able to focus your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like being able to just take my mind and be in control of it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like instead of letting it run in all these different ways and go down these rabbit Stay holes. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And how do you do that? You take time out of your day and you meditate. Yep. Yeah, you got to practice. You got to practice, just that like stuff, any other right? muscle in your body, right? Yeah. It's like, yes, ma'am, a hundred percent. And this is none of this information is new. This is right. you know sometimes five to you seven thousand years it. old. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I mean you can take credit like if you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the year Luke Yurt yeah. School yeah. of Breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but the, you know there are so many people out there that are doing this, and it just doesn't seem like that information. Well, maybe think, has the conduit to get out. Sure. And I think the thing is, when you start talking to somebody about, I have the Calm app. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I try to get my husband to do a few of the meditations. I have a hard time seeing Robert grasping yeah. this. 100% because I do that. This is my approach. Hey, baby, do you want to do some meditation with me? No. Why would yeah. I want to do that? Right. Well, and so I would say then, <laughs> right, like in so defense of your husband, your I get, I get it. Because nobody's ever like probably taking some time <laughs> to give him right but if i approached it with some, yeah. some other aspect and so instead i say hey you want to go to the mountains yeah let's do that yeah right. same type of concept sure get him to the top of the mountains and what does he do he sits there and he breathes, breathes in and he, looks, and he looks, <laughs> takes so, it all in uh-huh, meditation you're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> actually Wayne. doing this already yeah, yeah. yeah. we just yeah. didn't label it that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of successful people, uh, Kobe Bryant, for example, mm-hmm. meditate every day for 20 minutes, right? Hmm. Like, so that he could be a better basketball player. Yeah. Right. So that he could focus his mind during a basketball game. And they said this about Michael Jordan as well, is that hmm. his, the greatest superpower, if you want to call it that, um, that he had was that he was just able to stay in the moment. And hmm. if you watch yeah. that, the Last Dance documentary, they mentioned this. Yeah. Is that he was able to be in the moment constantly. Right? Hmm. 
And so if I can keep myself here, right, in this present moment, yeah. right, I can focus my energy in a way that's productive, right, just like Kobe Bryant it's did. It's huge. And won five rings doing right. it. You know what I mean? So for guys, yeah, I tell think Robert a lot that. of times. I'm gonna. Yeah. You should. A lot of times it's just being able to. Kobe Bryant was man enough to meditate. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, yeah. throw in the man enough part. Yeah. Because oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's effective. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go meditate the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Show you I'm well, a yeah. good meditator. Do you see me over here meditating? Yeah. Man enough to meditate. Man that should be on a shirt. That, that should be that your shirt. Is, that's a shirt. Or a hashtag or that something. Is something right? There you go. All yeah. right. Well, thank you for all the work that you do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank everyone you. else who's involved that. in the Montana Vet program. And, the, and the, we do have a fantastic team. We hmm. there's. We've got Amy and Scott Moss who make a big part of this as well as Joe Miller. And so none of this would be possible without the rest of the team. So yeah. thank you for saying that. And I, I love those people. So. Takes yeah. a lot. And then if you are not already registered, get registered for the Knuckle Buster Obstacle Course. I'm going to assume we're going to have a um, page on our website. Yeah. I'm just making assumptions. Yeah, you can go <laughs> we'll to knucklebusteroc.com. There we go. Right? There you go. You can go Again, knucklebusteroc.com, and you can register there. You can see about the race. Uh, that'll also take you to the Montana Vet Program as well, so you can awesome. kind of see what we're uh, what we're doing. So perfect, yeah. good deal. And if you need a motivational speech, yeah, yeah. Luke's your guy. <laughs> I was gonna say Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a team <laughs> thing Ooh. for the low low you just price. All the <laughs> you get different different approaches yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can talk psychology with the best of them, but I'm not as passionate as Luke is. So yeah, yeah. I'll give you the principles. Luke will tell you what it looks like in action. I'll go. Thank I'll you. go run an obstacle course and then fall down and send both of you over and see which one's yeah, more yeah. effective. That'll be the true test. We'll get you up. Yeah. We'll get running again. I promise. So Luke, thank you for your time. Uh, we'll get as much information out as we can to people. If you need um, to connect with us at Tourism, so we can connect you with Montana Vet Program, give us a call. 406-761-4436. I think that's the number. You know, is, or you'll talk to some other right. Great Falls residents, and then yeah. ask them what the real number is because uh, Ingham gave you the wrong number. There you that's go. just pretty typical. I'm so. still new; I don't have it memorized yet, so that's my excuse. So, Luke, come back after yeah. the obstacle course. Tell yeah, us all please. about it, and yeah, um, thank you so much. And we hope that you are planning your trip to Great Falls to do the Knuckle Buster Obstacle Challenge. If you are not, we can help you plan anything further. And if you are just hanging out at home, we hope you're having a great time with your family and friends. Luke, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.